Hello my lovelies, these are going to be your Scorpio season messages for Virgo. Hello Virgo, no intro this time. There is an outro though and maybe you saw a quote just come up on the screen. All will be explained in the outro, so stick around for that. But let's get on with the reading for now, right? For right now, right? There's a lot of rights in that. Okay. Virgo, Virgo. What we got for Virgo? Forgiveness, reducing burden. Wow. All right. That's a bit of a complicated one. Maybe not for you. What else did you get? Somebody else got this. Oh, bloody hell. You know, I always associate um, Samadhi or not Samadhi the card, but the message of it, of perfect acceptance or radical acceptance. I always associate it with Virgo. Um, even back in the olden days of my olden days, when I um, used to use the wisdom of the Oracle, there was a card in that called Peace, which is about radical acceptance. And that to me, that message, that energy, it's a Virgo energy. For whatever reason we'll get into that i will share with you why i feel that way for now let us have a little read of these i don't remember who else got i don't know who got perfect acceptance somebody else did though maybe on your travels through my readings you've spotted it let me know in the comments all right forgiveness reducing burden and it says a wrong is done consequences you cannot deny but to hold a grudge is to drink poison and think that the other person will die. Well, that's a bit bloody extreme. But anyway, being a cold season festival, Halloween is the perfect time to pause and think about how things actually are in our lives and what heavy burdens we do not wish to carry through these harder, leaner times. Some of this heavy heartedness may relate to old relationships or grievances. Some may relate to negative feelings we hold on to tightly about others and even a lack of compassion for the mistakes we have ourselves made. It is said that it takes a big person to apologise, but in many ways it takes an even bigger person to forgive. I 100% I agree with that. When we hold grudges, the negative energy is incredibly toxic. It's like drinking a poison and expecting the other unforgiven person to die. Whilst we may even harbour feelings of revenge, you know, I was just about to say, I was going to say at the end of this, make sure you remind him to watch your vengeance video, but it already brought it up. Whilst we may even harbour feelings of revenge, and to be honest, that does feel good for a while, it is important that we move those feelings along to forgiveness and release as soon as possible for our own health and well-being. One thing I'm going to say about this, it makes it sound really easy. It's, you know, it's, it's, forgiveness is not like, oh, do 20 push-ups every morning or go on this diet that's that's not how forgiveness works in fact I think the more you try to forgive the less forgiving you are the more it keeps the wound open right it's like picking at a scab but let me continue this right um if you have chosen this card think about who it is that you could be forgiving and that includes yourself so yes as it made the connection I was thinking that when it came up I've just done a video on vengeance and it's an important thing to, I mean, the the distinction that I made in that video, and if you've listened to it, or you know, then you know what I'm talking to because I explain it in that. But otherwise, go check it out. I would really recommend, especially with this card coming up. I'm not there. I, I didn't do that talk to say you're bad if you feel vengeful, right? Feeling vengeful, you know, wanting revenge for what has been done to us, that is a very human a very natural kind of human response to situations and I'm very much getting out of that game of what what is the perfect human it's rather like dealing with what is that's the perfect acceptance part rather than uh, why is it like this this is wrong this is broken I need to fix myself I need to stop doing this and it's like maybe you do need to stop doing that but the first thing we must accept is that it is happening that you do feel that way so in vengeance, I made I made the distinction of we can come out of Libra season with the idea of justice, right? Fairness, justice, balance, harmony. Um, we can come up with that. But in Scorpio, even if on the surface, in our thoughts, right, with our, how we justify things, we see that as we're justified in, in this, right? And that's going to be the rule of law, whatever. We scratch the surface, we go a little deeper in Scorpio season. What we realise is that it comes from a much darker place. 
and it's vengeance that we want, right? No matter what, how wonderful our justifications are for it. Now let's apply that Libra Scorpio dynamic to you, which, you know, you had your, your first house transit, bear with me. If you don't have Virgo as your first house, it's a general reading. So I apply it generally whole sign to the energy that we're talking about, right? Uh, the energy of Virgo, it, Virgo is the first house, right? Of the energy. And then Libra is a second. So we looked at like values and, you know, you might have, you, you may have considered within yourself that, you know, it's unfair. I know at least one Virgo and hello if you're watching this, but um, at least one Virgo who works like crazy and the company just takes advantage, right? So that's where we can feel unfair. It's, you know, I work so hard, I'm not being paid what I'm, you know, they're devaluing me in a way or taking advantage of me or this is what I value. My values are this. You know and think about think about the changes i'm making they're based on my values which is that i think our collective focus should be on the collective now and showing up as individuals within the collective rather than perpetuating the myth that we're just individuals and it, our own individual destinies are all that matter right so we can act from our values as well but so you've gone from there you may have seen what is unfair you know uh, or where things need balancing within that but now with this Scorpio energy coming up for you, third house, I would ask you to consider very deeply of what is the true motivation behind that? Like what story does it feed into or, you know, what is the wound there? And please, 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 especially reducing the burden. This is where we can be self-critical, where, you know, are we fair to be that self-critical? I don't think even if you are the biggest screw up in the history of screw ups, right? the biggest and you know you're not Virgo but if, if you you know far from it but if you really feel like I am the biggest screw-up that ever existed right that ever existed how do you improve by just being reminded constantly that you're the biggest screw-up you screw everything up and that's a very extreme example that I've taken think about you know anyone that you know any that being reminded of all of your faults is not a way to to improve you know, if you're, if say you worked, I'm thinking, I don't know why I'm thinking of Gordon Ramsay, but if you, if you worked as, you know, you're a, you worked in the kitchen with someone like Gordon Ramsay and he just stood over you and said, you screwed this up, you screwed that up, you did that. You're going to be shaking, quivering in your boots and getting it all wrong again, right? So that the perfect acceptance part often becomes like a pause. It's an acknowledgement. And forgiveness is the judgment card, right? Which is Pluto, which, and you know, it sounds weird because you're thinking, hang on, that's a card of transformation and change. Exactly. We can, until we pause and accept what happened, right? We can't move forward. And without moving forward or, you know, picking something new or trusting ourselves to try again or whatever it is, that's why it's judgment can often be second chances. There's no opportunity to forgive. If we just wallow in the loss and the pain, which is inevitable sometimes, we don't move forward. Let's talk about Samadhi, which is perfect. Oh God, it bloody opened on the page, right? It's number 29 for the for those of you that do the numbers thing. It says, the girl of Samadhi is not distracted by the sharp thorns, nor the, so not by the sharp thorns, nor the beauty of the flowers and pearls of life as they cluster around her. She's tranquil and deeply merged with, it, with the essence of oneness and acceptance. Samadhi teaches that when you give up being a perfectionist, life is suddenly perfect. Now, I said this to Leah, I'm going to say it to you guys as well. These readings have been so about the sign, right? I know they're for the sign, but they've also been about the sign. And in a way, it's showing the shadow, the underworld, the wounds that each of us have. Like, you know, we're all, I mean, this could be like for me, this would be then the wounds that are shown by my Virgo moon. Um, you know, Aquarius was the wounds that are shown by my uh, my um, Aquarius son, right? So it's very much done that. So this would be as if I'm talking to Virgo, right? Specific, which I am. I say that again. So Samadhi teaches that when you give up being a perfectionist, life is suddenly perfect. Consider that your life in this moment is purely a reflection of your consciousness. Everything is exactly the same as it was yesterday. It is your attitude that has shifted. And this is for better and for worse. 
but what you resist tends to persist. However, with Samadhi, there is no better and no worse. Everything is, that's in capitals, it is a beautiful place to be. Allow yourself this kindness in this moment and embrace Samadhi. Everything will find its place around you in the inevitable present moment. Accept everyone and everything and every situation as being exactly as it is meant to be now. Just a quick word. I can do a whole talk on this. Let me know in the comments if you want me to. A lot of the problems that people have with notions like forgiveness, right, or acceptance. is Forgiveness is seen as condoning. Condoning. Like if I forgive... It means I condone what they do. Nope. It just means I am not willing to suffer, you know, burn myself up, inflict these wounds again and again every single day based on what was done to me. That that person did what they did to me or the situation, it did what, what happened in it. But now it's on me of whether I choose to burn in the fire of that again, day in, day out. And knowing that it's easier to do that, it's difficult to come out of there and say so you're gentle with yourself. You hold yourself and you allow you you aid yourself in focusing elsewhere, in learning to trust again, learning, you know, healing the wounds that came about from whatever needs forgiving, just reducing the burden. Now, with perfect acceptance, acceptance is often seen as like suck it up, right? You know, it's that, well, tough shit. This is how it is. You need to just, you need to, be grateful or happy. No, you don't. Acceptance means acceptance on all levels, right? So if you're upset, then it's owning I'm upset. Not like, you know, I, should, I shouldn't be upset. I've got no right to be upset. No, it's not that. And notice that we might do that with other people. Um, it's not good or bad, right? That's another thing of acceptance. It's this is what is. I am upset today. That's what acceptance looks like. But your feelings don't happen on their own because you do have that reaction, right? So on the first level, you say, okay, I'm upset today. Then you notice your reaction. So you become the observer in this situation. You then notice how sick to death you are of being upset. So you're okay with that. You're okay with that. You're like, I understand, you know, of course, why wouldn't I be? I'm upset every day. I'm sick of being upset. I don't want to be upset anymore. Then you may notice that what is it that, you know, the lack that you perceive or, you know, the anger that you might perceive over something that happened to you or that was done or that you did. That's what acceptance is. Acceptance does not feel good. That's, I think, one of the things because acceptance is seen as like, you know, a Zen like state of, oh, my God, I'm so good, good with everything. No, acceptance is OK. This is what it is. This is what it is. And for that moment, you don't fight it. You don't reject it. You don't try to shift your mood out of it. You steer it in the face and say, right, th this is the part of me that's showing up. That is actually self-love as well, by the way. It's very easy to love yourself when you're winning. Much harder to love yourself when you're losing or when you're failing or when you're messing up, right? Or when you've caused harm to someone or when you feel like you've been a sucker and someone's like, you know, uh, made a fool out of you it's much but that's those are the times when self-love is needed the other times it's easy that's good acceptance I think I said this to Leo last time maybe I said it to you guys as well I said it to Leo but you know acceptance or approval isn't love it isn't love anyone that's ever been in a narcissistic relationship and I mean like with a toxic narcissist who makes your life hell right and is mentally and emotionally abusive one of the ways that people stay in those relationships for so long if you've ever heard about those kinds of relationships is when you do everything they want you to do right they're lovely to you they're lovely to you right and so you're like oh they're not that bad but the thing is it's because you're doing everything that they want you to do so of course it's a perfect relationship but if you're denying yourself if you know what I mean ignoring parts of yourself to behave a certain way that isn't that isn't love that so a lot a lot comes in if there's anything that comes up in this reading that you want me to do a talk on or would like me to talk more on let me know all right for now let's get you your cards think about even 
um the notion of perfect right i want things perfect and you you've heard me quote gary v so many times on this that perfection is insecurity with lipstick on right um but even that notion of perfect even if you were going to like i have pride in my work i like to get it as you know one beautiful i want my readings to be as clear as possible i want my artwork to be as precise as possible you know whatever it is that we do that even to achieve perfection it's the knight of pentacles i need to stop look at where i am and then take the next step so that's that perfect you cannot even have perfect without accepting where we are because that's where the plan gets made from that's where we discern what the situation needs and what we need Ten of Cups. This is perfect. It's the happily ever after, right? It's the um, our idea of what of the kind of love and ab emotional abundance that we feel that we would want to share with everyone, that would want that we want want shared with us. Bloody hell! You've got a lunar eclipse happening in your ninth house. This is why the Ace of Swords shows up. So I, I've got a feeling that your material reality and your philosophies or beliefs, right, they're going to collide. I'm, I'm just going to say that to you. That may already be happening because um, I'm recording this on the 26th of October and it's a couple of, we're a couple of days away from that eclipse. You're probably already feeling it. So this is where we're looking at what, you know, this said it that how you gauge or how you look at your situation is based on your consciousness that like what you're aware of the rules that you make i should be this i should be that so the ace of swords shows a new way of thinking and i say ninth house because of the lunar eclipse but that's your third as well a new philosophy a new way of thinking a new way of speaking Two of Wands, going in a different direction, doing things differently, facing a different way. Was that two? That was a two, I think. If that is, I'll it back in the deck. All right. All right, lovelies, let's see. Bottom of the deck, we have, who is this? The King of Cups. And the Knight of Cups. All right. All right, all right. We've got the five of wands. Fives have been coming up so much. Agents of Chaos. Right. So immediately you've got King of Cups over here. Scorpio. You've got the King of Pentacles over here. Taurus. Um, and squeezed in between these two is, is a challenge. This can be conflict, but I love the five of wands because it's a challenge for the sake of the challenge. It's so that we can improve. And in and not, I mean, I say improve, we can pull out some new moves. I think that's the best way to put it. But in us pulling out some new moves, we invite others to do it too. This is healthy competition, right? So think about that. If if all of us were in the same business and we upped, I up my game, right? Or I saw you up in your game, you inspire me to up my game. This can be a, accountability groups where, you know, if I've been in accountability groups and people share, oh my God, I've worked out today or I did this today or I beat my personal record and did this. It's inspiring. But we do it by how we show up. Hold on one second. What's going on over here? Sorry, Virgo. One second. All right. Sorry about that. I bloody um, the Leo stuff came up. All right. So where was that right scorpio over here taurus over here and so the challenge this is the challenge of i don't know like you're challenging yourself this is i always say it's that that iron or is it steel sharpening steel iron metal sharpening metal let's just put it that way i can never remember the metal um but we do it by challenging ourselves four of pentacles oh i like this you've got the knight of cups here. you've got the knight of swords over here now you've got the two of pentacles here at the end. All right. There's something about the pentacles in this deck. I think this is a Halloween oracle, something like that. Um, have a look at the people. And this is like Cthulhu. <laughs> the king of pentacles is Cthulhu. Love it. All right. Let's get clarifiers for all of this. 
I'm going to say this, right? So you've got the four of pentacles in the present. With the four of pentacles in the present, there can be, you know, that's the nothing venture, nothing gain. It's the comfort zone card. It's the, um, I don't have anything to give to this kind of energy. But I want to say this, that there are no good or bad cards. But maybe the whole reason that the four of pentacles comes up in your present is because it is a pause to accept to recognize your limitations, to recognize, you know, which moves are uncomfortable for you. What is my truth in this? Because it moves on to the Knight of Swords, right? So there is action coming in based on your beliefs. But if your beliefs have changed, then your actions change. That two of wands that came up at the beginning. Let's see what's going on with this. Oh God, King of Pentacles, Six of Pentacles. Oh, this is the sun. Seven of Wands with the Knight of Cups. That's the Tower. And that's the Emperor. Right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get the Tower one from this. What have we got? There's you guys. Knight of Pentacles. Right, I'm gonna if you're kind of stuck at the moment I think at the hangman but it does feel like limbo like the hangman if you feel stuck at the moment right it can be very very easy when we're stuck to just look ahead that what's coming up in front of me what opportunities are coming up or right whatever um but and that's if there's an obstacle in front of you whatever who's going to come move this obstacle when's this going to get out of the way when's this car going to get moving right it's that that's what can happen when we're stuck but what's coming up with this perfect acceptance, forgiveness, um, all of this is what move do I make next? Now, I'm going to quote a stoic uh, quote at you, which is the obstacle is the way. That whatever is in front of you, can you go over it, through it, around it? You know, what is there? Because that this is what I'm, this is what this card meant by our consciousness. Right. If we have the idea that movement is linear. And that this is the road, this is the path to where I want to go. And there's a big boulder, sorry, hitting the mic, getting all excited. Um, there's a big boulder in my path, then you are blocked, right? There's nothing I can do. And I would refer you back to the stuck on a truck talk as well that I did, where that's because you're attached to your car. I can't get out of my car and walk. I need to take my car. My car won't fit down here. So you can decide to move the boulder. You can get, you might need to get help to do that. So whatever your next path is, you're only stuck or you only can't go forward based on the plan that you have. That's why this Knight of Pentacles is coming up with that tower. I'll get you one more for this. I'm just jumping in all over the place in this reading. What is this? Seven of Pentacles. All right. Yeah. You're tight. And let's just be honest, right? You're so tired of holding it steady, the Four of Pentacles. You're tired of that in some ways. Um, or, you know, even if you're not, even if it did you good for a while to pause there, you, you recognise it's time to start getting moving. Ace of Pentacles, a new commitment. The lovers. I love it. Right. That's the Hierophant the judgment card oh god what just went flying uh, okay i like this i like this so we got the six of ones oh god what have i just no it's right the moon this is the rack and tarot if anyone was wondering that's why the images are a little strange Four of Cups. Five of Wands. Five of Wands keep coming up. It just keeps coming up everywhere. And then you've got it as your central. And it's the clarifier for the advice, right? And so so here's the, the challenge is how you challenge yourself, right? In this. In how you show up. 
what is it that you're challenging? What are you moving forward on? What is being done in a new way? Well, you have mastery here in Earth. You're Virgo, you're an Earth sign. You have mastery here in Earth because it's a king. Kings are socially responsible. Kings understand what their duties are, what their responsibilities are. Um, so what they're in charge of so, and what they also get the blame for, right? Because if you're responsible for something, then it's your fault when something happens. But you also have the power to do certain things. You also have um, the liberty to do certain things because of your status, because of that. So kings are socially responsible. And you've got the six of pentacles with this. So you're, it's the social responsibility around, uh, social responsibility around what you give, what you do. Um, I'm going to get this, this sense. So with the king of pentacles, his greatest resource is his time. Is his time, how he spends his time. Now, yes, you know, a lesser king of pentacles, not to put him down, but one who hasn't yet evolved, once, one who hasn't underst understood that, he realizes that he thinks the the nicer the car I've got, the bigger the house that I've got, the the more the wardrobe I've got, the great the, the more expensive the watch that way, that's my value. Right? That's my value. But it isn't. What what the King of Pentacles understands is, and this is very Taurus Scorpio, inherent value, that you take away, the King of Cups taught you that you you take away my house though whatever take it all away right i can do it again because the you know it wasn't the car that gave me my status or my value it was how i managed to buy the car how i managed to earn the money do the whatever spend my time spend my resources you know budget my stuff and buy the house that is when we understand our true value so there's a lot around here of, of what we give and what we receive and what we do, what we value, all of this stuff. Now, so we're adding to this Taurus energy. This is the past. So you were like this. You may have enjoyed the work that you did. You may have enjoyed how you spent your time. You know, there's a very stable energy around this. Remember last week, last month, last year, 10 years ago. But what we've got over here is the King of Cups, Knight of Cups. To progress forward now, right? It's not just about King of Cups, um how caring, how understanding, how, you know, how the, um, how masterful I am, emotional intelligence that I have with this King of Cups, you know, what my emotions are saying to me, how much I can understand that in other people, is also to be able to use my emotions to move forward, right? And, and that means not be limited by the ones that are difficult, but also not get carried away with the or are too addicted to feeling the good ones, right? That's the thing with the King of Cups. He understands it's all power. All emotions give me power, whether they're good, bad or ugly. And the Knight of Cups dreams from that place, moves forward from that place, is led. And you've been going through a time of this. Um, I love this King of Cups because your emotional intelligence um, is the sun. The Let me give you a few careers around these because it could be people. The King of Pentacles is the accountant, the, the banker, right? The one that is... Um, the successful business person, the one that is savvy, business savvy, um, the, the CFO of a company, right? The, the financial officer. So that's the King of Pentacles, whereas the King of Cups is um, the head of HR, you know, that more kind of nurturing, caring energy. Um, who else would the King of Cups be? A doctor, um, a therapist, right? You know, th that nurturing quality. And so that part of you, or having worked with someone like that, I just want to say it's general. So that means it could apply specifically for each of you. It's helped bring clarity to certain areas because you've got the sun. It's helped highlight certain things that are going on. And out of this is now like, how do I lead? Or how have I been led by my emotions? Or how, how do I lead with the emotions? What do I stand for? How do I want to move forward? What is the dream? How do I dream out of this, right? You're coming in with these. You're already aware of this. You've already dealt with this or have been, you're bringing this into this situation. So you understand that whatever the next move is or wherever we go next, it's the challenge, right? So in, these might be the challenge. It's a challenge to forgive. It's a challenge to accept, right? You know, th these could be the things that come up. With the tower and the king of pentacles. 
especially with judgment here this is the birth of a new virgo now this is what i'm going to say to you is the new virgo has already been born right you came into the world in your season um whenever that whatever in whatever way that was but the new virgo was already born but in the same way that when a baby's born it doesn't really know what the hell's going on in the world right it doesn't know and within um indian cultures i know i've heard my family talk about this that there's all these stories about that babies know when babies cry like randomly when a baby cries and for no reason it's because it remembers its past life right or um the people from the like their previous the family they they they're crying they're mourning the loss of that baby of the soul right and so the baby remembers and cries for its lost it's a, a whole thing right it's a belief system so the reason i say that is because when we're born especially in that way of thinking we're still attached to the old life like you may not be fully out of your old life um even though you've been reborn anew you're reborn anew within existing situations so with this tower this is the liberation of your knight of pentacles your internal knight of pentacles what does that mean well we have here what did i say this was the emperor we have the emperor and the seven of pentacles seven of pentacles is what is worth the time and effort and this is not from a place remember what i said the kings are socially responsible you're not responsible for anyone or anything at the moment Virgo I know you're thinking no but I've got kids or you know um, the my colleagues at work or my clients need me or whatever it is remember we're pausing for a moment that you really don't have anything to give until you pause until you pause here and think right so how do I challenge myself and that may be your challenge if your challenge is that you know I have to keep taking care of everyone and everything around me there's so many people that I serve and and whatever you offer to the world then that's your challenge right there five of wands came up twice in this reading but challenge yourself to sit, find ways that you can do that um you didn't get the seven of swords in your reading but that's been a whole theme watch out for that video that i i will do one on this on where we say i don't want to right to, from a from a very justified place i don't want to do that when we start to do that it becomes i can't and then as soon as we get too lost in the i can't it it becomes a fear of the future right and and it's all born with i don't want to right you know it, that's how that's how it's born where we where we avoid risk or we don't want to do something or you know where it's the the choice of well i you hear a lot of people in the spiritual community say well i choose not to do that uh, or i don't want to do that which may be empowered for the moment but it can lead you down a dark road so just be mindful of that i think with this knight of pentacles it perfectly sums up that perfect acceptance um card which is all right so i'm free to take the next step i am free to to know that i can take a different step it doesn't have to just be in front it can be sideways it can be a step back it can be a step up right whatever way i want to go but that's on me to do that, that with that Knight of Pentacles, because the Knight of Pentacles clarifies the tower here. And the tower is liberation. Remember what I was saying about that boulder in the road, right? That is only an obstacle if you are committed yourself that I am going to go down this road. So I have to go down this road in my car. If you can change up the variables, and usually we can, right? Um, and that would be a form of acceptance that the only reason I'm stuck in this traffic is because i refuse to leave my car so we take ownership of that now if that's like well i'm not going to leave my car here then you forgive yourself for doing that it's looking at all parts of this recognizing the plan or where we keep ourselves stuck of where we've decided it has to be a certain way that's taking ownership the emperor so the seven of pentacles says what well, is this a good use of my time effort and energy you know that you're a master in that because you've got the king of pentacles now i want you to answer it both from you know you say yeah it is because i'm doing this for my mum right you know or whatever but 
would you do it for yourself? That's the thing. Um, there, there seems like this kind of bridging of the gap between what you would do for others, the kings, socially responsible, and what you would do for yourself. If And if they're not one and the same, right, then you have to ask yourself, because you are then doing it for yourself, you just do it via someone else, that they become the middle person. You know, if it's self-love, you love yourself through someone else. Think about that. No such thing as a selfless act. Um, Virgo energy taught me that lesson. So with the seven of pentacles, this is going to be like, what is worth my time and effort? And very much from the focus from you, from being a strong emperor, from being a strong leader, right? Um, no matter how powerful an emperor is, he runs an empire, even he needs to go to sleep at some time, even he needs to eat and to replenish himself and to be strong, right? An emperor can't be seen to run himself into the ground. Um, him looking vital and strong and happy and powerful, that has a knock-on effect on everyone around him. Like, yeah, we're fine. Like, you know, our empire is strong. Look at our emperor. He is strong because the emperor is a symbol of that empire. And it's the same with you, whatever you, whether you think it's your business, your work, your family, whatever area of your life. So you looking after yourself, by doing that, you become a bigger example of how to go forward, right? Of, of what we must do. Let's have a look over here. So we've got the Four of Pentacles. I think this Four of Pentacles very much, yeah, nothing ventured, nothing gained. I understand that. But it's an important moment to realise, like I said, the, the plan. That, you know, this is what I've decided. This is what the security and stability that I have, that I'm working from. This is my foundation. And I this is where I have decided I must go in the car. I must go down this road. I must be there by this time. Like all of these things we have stipulated ourselves. Now, I hear it all the time. So you might say, but no, Jay, I haven't decided that the rent has to be paid at the end of the month. I haven't decided that my bills have to go, right? that can be a part of this but how you pay your bills like do you know what I mean there's break it down I mean that's Virgo Virgo is amazing at looking at the micro details of a situation break it down look at the details of this because there's no such thing as I don't have the power nothing's happening nothing's coming towards me the boulder's not moving there are micro like so many options so many you break it down enough there are places where you have control, where you can change up things. And I think maybe this forgiveness card comes of reducing burdens. Um, I mean, isn't that a burden? Like I have to move the, I have to move the boulder, but you break it down enough. There's other options within there. And it's finding those options that you have. Nine of Wands is we're wrapping up one way of doing things. That's that simple. Um, this is what it shows you with that part of your factoring in of where you are and what you need is I need to stop doing it this way like I'm done with giving my energy in this way I love this ace of pentacles this is a new commitment maybe to yourself but it may be in how you convey yourself and how you express yourself um but ace of pentacles lovers this is a new commitment to whatever the lovers stipulate you got venus in your sign at the moment so this could be to relationships different relationships like loving relationships not just practical like what's needed of you but in a very loving way now what does that mean go back to gemini season right a fellow mercury ruled sign we looked at this about what do the lovers stand for they're the twins and the tw it's about you are different from anyone else you're in a relationship with they're different from you um, you know, you could even look at this as it's the lovers. It could be the enemies. Even enemies can be lovers if they know how to talk to one another. The truth is multifaceted, whether that's a plan that we have for our lives, whether that's options that we've come up with, whether that is, you know, differing viewpoints, you know, uh, politically or in a relationship with lovers. The truth is multifaceted, the lovers says. And so the lovers is not so much like can I get the other person to be me because they're never going to be they're never going to be the same they're always opposites it's how do I how do we explore this how do we communicate so you've got third house ninth house transit a lot of this is around communication this is a commitment to a more loving way of communicating with yourself and with others um much more open way of communicating 
I'm only saying that because it's third and ninth um, around communication, but you can apply this to anything uh, of how, you, you know, it could be planning, could be thinking what you do with information. With this six of pentacles, another thing that, because it's the charity card, right? This is one of the things that I would bring up to you that have you seen like online and stuff where someone says something and it will be like, oh, well, so are you saying X, Y, and Z, right? And it's very telling to see who is giving the most charitable interpretation of that, who's given the least charitable, right? Uh, you know, I've, I'll give you an example of what I mean by that is, and you might be doing this to yourself in when you're holding yourself to certain commitments. So say you, I don't know, let's say you're my friend and you've got a great, I don't know, it's your leaving due from work or something. And you're like, hey, can you be there for drinks on Friday at six o'clock or something? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. And then something happens and I'm like, oh, I can't be there, right? Here's the least charitable interpretation of me saying I can't be there is you don't support me. You don't support me. You don't love me. You don't care about me. I'm always there for you. You're never there for me. That That's not what I've said. That is an interpretation of the situation. And it is the least charitable interpretation. So Scorpio season asks us to look at why is that the interpretation that you had of this situation? And it's because that's how you feel. It's It goes, it's, it's spilled out because of this me saying no, but that's how you feel. You feel put upon. You feel like you do more for others than they do for you. You feel like you're not supported. So there is a truth to it. But maybe it hasn't been voiced before. Maybe it hasn't been said before. And that's what leads to this least charitable interpretation of a situation. So I give that example because, but this is moving beyond that. Ace of Pentacles lovers is a commitment to finding out you know, how we can relate to one another, how with love, you know, with, so we nurture love, grow love, grow our seeds in love, right? Rather than combative or trying to make a point. Um, That was a game changer for me where I, you know, especially because, especially if you, you prize yourself and your intellect and being able, you know, discern, oh, I, I can read energies, I can do whatever. But it's the understanding with lovers that there's, the truth is multifaceted. And whether we have a charitable interpretation or a least charitable interpretation, that comes from us. That's a nice statement, not a statement on the value, inherent value of the situation or the people involved in it. Anyway, went on way longer than I intended to about that, but it came up. So there you go. So we've got this around what we're committed to, what we're, you know, a new commitment of time, effort and energy, something that we do consistently. And it could be spending time with loved ones. It could be having loving conversations or, you know, um, all the Venus stuff, right? Relationships, finances, whatever. I think that's a lot to do with Venus, even though it's Gemini energy. You know, Venus hasn't really come up a lot in these readings, I've realised that. So we've got the Knight of Swords coming up here. The Knight of Swords, Gemini. So I was talking about Gemini energy. And that, what is Gemini for you guys? It's your, it's your 10th house. Yes, it is. Uh, Gemini is your 10th house. All right. So this is how you're, uh, this is how you are moving around outside in the world, right? What you're up to, what you're doing out there. There is going to be a full moon in Gemini coming up. Um, so, you know, that will be next season, but we'll get to that when we get to it. So this, the Knight of Swords is open, is honest, speaks his truth, right? But, but, Remember this, when you get the Knight of Cups, Knight of Pentacles, Knight of Swords, they all move forward. The kings, they stay where they are. They sit on their thrones. The, the movement forward comes from the knights and they go into areas that have yet to be explored. They go out on missions, right? Um, that book, The Master and His Emissary, right? The kings are the masters. The emissaries are the knights. They get things done. Knight of Cups emotionally, Knight of Pentacles, like physically deciding that this is what we're going to commit to. This is the next step that we take. The Knight of Swords verbally and with thoughts. How do my thoughts help me to progress to move forward? And in that sense, the Knight of Swords always takes actions based on his beliefs. Your beliefs are being challenged this season, that lunar eclipse. 
So what is the Knight of Swords got new ideas on, new ways of speaking on? The prescribed path. This is the Hierophant. And the Hierophant gives us stability and security, but this is a challenge to your belief system. And it'll, it, it, it can be a bit harrowing when that happens. So hold yourself. Go easy on yourself. That's why that Four of Pentacles comes up. Take a moment from this. It's okay. And that's maybe why forgiveness needs to come up. It's that thing of, oh my God, have I only felt like a loser because I decided X, Y, and Z makes you a winner, right? Have I only felt unloved because I had decided X, Y, and Z means we're loved, right? We actually have that power to decide that stuff and we live from that space. So this, I'm not going to lie to you, this feels like a dam cracking and water flying through that, right, and swooping us away. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. But you have a lot to be proud of. You can stand up and say, oh my God, I did it. I said it. I understood it. I broke free of that, um, the, pres the prescriptions. And I don't mean medical prescriptions of what I have prescribed to myself. The Hierophant, the, the rules that I was raised by in my family, what society has always taught me, what my religion has always said to me, what the university rules or the company rules and stuff. I've broken free of them. Right? There's this liberation that comes through. I love the liberation because there's all knights coming out of it. And that's the, the, the tricky thing here is that King of Cups was difficult for you. That understanding of the value of your emotions. But that Knight of Cups, you know, God bless him, is the one that moved forward first. That's that was that's that's what the the prize was from the the King of Cups. It's like, oh my God, they mean so I can follow that emotion. I can that can lead me forward, which led you through to the the Knight of Pentacles. Which okay, what's we can't just feel it. What are we doing about it? And then the Knight of Swords. These are plans that we make, truth that we speak, how we go out there. Now, why why I said I think as as difficult as this sounds, it's quite liberating, is because you have judgment and the six of wands and the thing with judgment it's a rebirth and that is the card of forgiveness and whatever that feeling is like what it's, it's drawing a line under the past this feels like a deep breath if you feel like you haven't been able to fully like take a breath i kind of get that feeling right now we can take that breath and let it out like you know just i can breathe that's what this feels like um this is not kind of like, oh, God, I forgive myself. Let me go hide in shame. This is, oh, my God, wow, I, I've, I'm transformed. I have been transformed through this whole process. Why is judgment about forgiveness? Because it's very biblical, right, judgment day. When judgment day takes place, right, on judgment day, whether you believe it or not, but religiously speaking, on that day, the dead will rise up to be judged, right, if they're going to heaven and hell or whatever. But think about that. The moment you rise up, there's there's nothing you can do to affect change at that point, right? You've lived your life. The thing happened. That's the awareness of it. That's why everyone's so happy, usually, in the judgment card. Everyone's going, yay, when they're jumping out of their graves. Because there's nothing they can do. Good, bad, ugly, win, lose, draw, whatever happened in that lifetime, it's done. They are moving on to their next life now. And that's what this feeling is. And you can do it holding your head, your head held up high. That's the beauty of the six of ones. And this could be that you get recognition for what you're doing. But before you can get recognition outside of yourself, you must recognize it within yourself. It's that feeling of, oh, my God, like, you know, I've been transformed so much. I am that phoenix that's risen out of these ashes. I am that. This is where you realize the rebirth that you've already had. This can feel you know, that you've been abandoned in this world. You've been kind of thrust into this place that you're not comfortable. But here is the understanding. Wow, I understand where I am. I understand my place in all of this. I understand who I am now. Here's the advice. How do we do that? The two of pentacles, four of pentacles, this is that kind of slowing down. I, I think take it, do it with the perfect acceptance. Otherwise it becomes analysis paralysis. This is your day to day. This is thinking about or, or, you know, what all the things that you juggle, all the things that you consider. Um, <clears throat> we can do that forever and you're not doing it forever. It's temporary. You're, temp you're looking at all the things that you juggle and what you do. And what are you left juggling? Right. You know, sat running the engine, waiting for the boulder to move. 
because the moon is here and this is the moon is we don't know what's going to happen so if we're trying to prepare for what will happen we actually don't know what's going to happen that's the advice right that says that four of cups is feeling stuck it's boredom it's apathy the five of wands is the challenge right so you can see that this take that example of the boulder in the road right whatever it is whether it's a difficult relationship where you don't feel like you're moving there's no opportunity you're trying everything you don't know what's on the other side of that boulder you don't know if that boulder is ever going to move that's the moon so you assess where you are two of pentacles four of cups you realize i'm sitting you know how do you actually feel not how do the how does the boulder make you feel how does the car make you feel how does moving or not moving make you feel it's that thing of what is in my cup right now right so beyond all of that how do i and it could be you know i don't want to i'm just not interested in being here anymore this is boring like because you might be finding a way to move forward in a direction that you don't actually care to move forward on that's the hierophant you know that you you're not interested in moving in that direction So the five of ones is then the challenge. It's like, well, how do I, ch what can I do that's different? How can I challenge myself in this situation? Because it requires me to pull out some, some new moves, not for the road to turn in a different direction, right? This is empowered ownership. That's why you get the emperor here. It is about your own self-empowerment. That's what's going to help you to move forward in this situation. I hope that made sense, Virgo. I really do love your reading. And... For anyone else, this would be in a really kind of, it, it would also almost be like too subtle for, I think, a lot of people to notice. But because that's the level that you work at, right? The princess and the pea, this is that level that you guys work at. You you know what this is. You know that, you know, um, and by the, I'm not saying that you make mountains at molehills, by the way. It's just you're that sensitive to what's going on, to what the bump in the road is. But then you're also sen that sensitive to solutions that you can come up with. How do we make this more efficient? And sometimes the most efficient thing that we can do is to not go in that direction whatsoever. But it depends on the criteria and you're very good at that. But you're assured a, a rebirth. I think you've already been reborn. It's noticing that. And if those of you that already realise it, saying I'm not the person that I was, then this is where you get to shine. I, I, I get that sense for you guys as well. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now. All right, lovely people, before you head off, I did have an outro for you. If you're watching the video, if you're not listening to this as a podcast, you will see a quote up on the screen right now. It flashed up on the screen before the reading as well. If you were watching, you may have seen it. But what it says is we've tried everything possible and none of it has worked. Now we must try the impossible. Now, I don't think it's correct to say that none of it has worked, but I'm all there for the impossible part. And part of what I want to say to you for the outro is related to this quote or can be summed up by this quote. But before I do that, let me just take care of the housekeeping stuff that I didn't say in the intro. The last day that you can book a personal reading with me is the 9th of December. My calendar is open until the 19th of January. So I will be doing readings up until the 19th of January. But the last day that you can book with me is the 9th of December. Check out the description if you're interested in doing that. I also want to say a massive, huge, the biggest thank you ever to everyone that has supported me on my journey this far. I've been reflecting a lot on all the support that I've received. Whether that is that you've just been here, where you've just been commenting for, for years. Whether you're a new person and you've messaged me to say, hey, you know, I've just found you and how the readings resonate with you or what you're doing with them. All of it is support. It doesn't matter how long you've been here. And I appreciate you so much. And especially to those of you that have, you know, I've gone on one hell of a journey, especially challenging financial institutions, challenging what value means and the value of content and why I create content. And those of you that have donated during that time, you have helped me so much with that. And in more ways than I have words to convey, you have helped me to become the person that I am today through your act of support, through you picking up the slack while I explored other things. So I said this to someone who I support on Patreon. Um, I said this to someone the other day because they were asking us what we wanted, right, as viewers of um, his channel. And I said to him two things. I said, number one, 
the quote that is often attributed to Henry Ford. If I'd asked my customers what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And the other thing that I said is that I was supporting him so that he could grow as a creator, so that he could bring his own creativity and grow in the ways that he needed to as a content creator. And I, and you know, being on the other side of it, I do appreciate so much those of you that have allowed me to do that. So thank you so much. And I hope you will continue to support me as we go forward. Now, back to the quote, to be able to try the impossible, to be able to pull out the versions of ourselves that we've only ever dreamed of being right or of being healed in ways that we've only ever dreamed of healing or loving or being loved right it means we dig deep it means for us to grow those trees right going all Jungian for a moment for us to grow into those beautiful strong trees we must have our roots go much deeper and Scorpio season every single year brings that to the table encourages us to do that it's a season of transformation and change. And I get it, right? We always want to look at the positive, positive change, positive transformation. And yet we are remiss if we do not look at the relationship that we have with darkness. I've already recorded one talk on this, which I recorded before I started these readings, and it's called A Vengeance. Because one of the things that I've noticed is that I can talk in theory around light and dark. I can talk in, and we've looked, we've done the theory so much of the theory that we've done and I've talked about this so much because I think it always comes back to me for this I've said this over the years that we've done the theory we've done the wax on wax off now it's time to apply what we've learned and there's cycles within cycles within cycles we have been doing this up until this point but we're being called to do it with different parts of ourselves as the quote says to try the impossible it can seem like a lot and you are a lot, right? Let's just be honest. You are a lot. I am a lot. We are nuanced and we are complex beings. But when faced with that kind of complexity, we can end up at one of the extremes, right? Oversimplifying the complexity. So it's just reducing it down to good or bad, right? Right or wrong to doing it to that. Or the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, just as unhelpful, is to be lost in the nuance and complexity, to say that this is situations too complex, I don't know what to do, there's nothing that I can choose, I can't do anything. Sometimes the best that we can do is to be okay with our own reasons for what we do. And for some of us, that seems impossible, right? To be to just be okay with the fear, to be okay with the hope, to be okay with the uncertainty of what we are doing and how we are showing up and how we feel. And I say, if that is the most impossible thing that you face this season, then you are amazing. That is, you know, a job well done. Anyway, I'm going to be here and I'm going to try to show up in as many ways as possible, sharing how I navigate my own impossibilities, right? And my own uncertainties. I'm going to share them with you. Like I said, I already have done one, which is called Vengeance. In fact, if I miss things out, always check the description. Sometimes I forget and you can remind me in the comments saying, Jay, you said you were going to post this. You didn't. Um, I'm very appreciative if you remind me, if I say I'm going to link something and I haven't. But more than all of that, when we do a deep dive, you know, it, it can feel very solo. It is, right? We're going very internal. It's very much within us. I want you to know two things. You're not alone. Yes, whatever's going on inside of you, whatever you find within inside of you, whatever darkness you find there, whatever light you find there, right? We all have it. We're all working with the same tools. We may be expressing them in a different way, but we're all working with the same thing. And we are here for each other. Secondly, it is more important than ever for you to realize right now your own power to realize that especially with the north node in Aries like forget even Scorpio season your empowerment you have power you will be told again and again there's a scene actually from Buffy I remember it where the council's come and everyone's come and all this kind of stuff happens to her and she says she has a realization she says everyone keeps telling her she's going to get squashed like a bug and she is this and she is that and that she needs everyone and she needs the council to give her advice and she needs you know whatever and if anyone's wondering when this was it was when she's fighting glory 
season five, I think it is. And she's walking around in um, Joel, in the magic shop. And she says, what I realised is you guys need me. I have the power. You need me. That That's why you're here telling me that I'm nothing. So you remember that when you're being told you are part of the problem, when you're being told that you are whatever you are, whatever you know, you're being told that you are the problem for or that you need to be protected and to be looked after and for all of that stuff. You remember that you would not be being told that if the opposite were not true. I've seen ads coming up on YouTube. I've seen all this kind of stuff coming up. And one of the red flags for me at the moment is why are you trying so hard to convince me of something? If you can face those things, lovely people, this season then you have already started on that journey to the impossible. Right, I'm going to wrap this up. This is a little bit longer than I intend. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. I will speak to you guys next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.